Jesus said to his disciples, gather up the fragments left over so that nothing may be lost. Amen. Amen. I want to tell you a story about things that seem impossible. There was a man who roamed the streets of West Asheville. This man had an impossible disease, an impossible disease that made functioning impossible. So he roamed the streets of West Asheville alone, often dirty and houseless. His disease so impossible, he had no community, no home, no money, no work, no place to go. So he roamed the streets yelling and waving his fists in the air, saying incoherent fragments of sentences. Maybe the things he said made sense to him, but to the onlooker it was impossible to understand. Over time, he became known as a threat, as dangerous. His humanity was reduced. He was reduced simply to something to be avoided. I want to tell you a story about things that seem impossible. Asheville has more restaurants per capita than any other city in the country. We throw away 40% of our food a day, and one in five children goes hungry in Buncombe County. I want to tell you a story about things that seem impossible. A mother gets laid off at her job and walking home crying, she finds a door open on Haywood Road and in it, a free food market. I want to tell you a story about things that seem impossible. A young, white, middle-class youth comes to Asheville and he meets a person who lives outside and has no family. And for the first time, this youth encounters true poverty. But they laugh and they talk together over lunch for over an hour. I want to tell you a story about things that seem impossible, a story about a young boy with some loaves and fish and 5,000 people who met on the same hill to see the same teacher because they believe in making the impossible possible. Our gospel story today is a story about things that seem impossible, we sometimes call them miracles, which is unfortunate, really, because a miracle, by definition, is something that is impossible by natural occurrence, only attributed to divine action, something that we, people, are not a part of. But in our scripture today, the impossible happens because of people. Because a young boy was willing to share of what he had, and he did, and then the impossible became possible, that is the real miracle in today's gospel. And impossible things are happening every day all around us because people are giving of what they have. 
that man who walked the streets of West Asheville, the man with the impossible disease, one day four years ago, he walked by Kairos West Community Center, our community center in West Asheville. For over a month, he walked by and he would just look in the window. And then for a month after that, he walked by and then he would step inside and then step right back out. And then for a month after that, he walked in and he sat down for five minutes and then he would walk out. And then for the month after that, he would come in and he would sit down for 10 minutes and then he would walk out. And then about a year later, he spoke to me. Hi, was all he said. Some time after that, I learned his name and he learned mine. Months after that, he came in and he smiled at me and he said my name and my heart about leapt out of my chest. And then one day, he came in and he approached me and he wrapped his arms around me in a hug and he said my name and I had to sit down. I had to sit down after that hug. After that, he began to come in every day. Some days he would talk and others he would not. But one day we hosted a free meal, our very first free meal of 12 Baskets Cafe. About 15 people came and he was one of them. He took a plate of food and he sat on the couch, not talking to anyone. He ate quickly and he left without a word. But over the next several months, we continued to gather and to eat together. He moved to a table as the crowd grew from 15 to 25 to 30. Kairos West and 12 baskets quickly grew too large for that space and so we moved and he moved with us. Every day he would come in around 9 a.m. when we were beginning to make coffee, and when he entered the space, the volunteers and the gathered community would yell out, good morning, David, and he would smile and say a coherent good morning, and he would wave his hands in the air, no longer out of anger or fear, but now out of joy. He would sit with us, and eventually he began having a few undistorted conversations with people. Not long after that, he was able to talk to a housing specialist there at Kairos over lunch, a housing specialist who happens to go to church here, who happens to be in this room right now, just saying. And because of the hard work of that housing specialist and because of the conversations that happened over lunch, David got a place to live. David got a case manager, a place for his social security checks to arrive safely, a bank account. The impossible happened for him and the impossible happened for us because in those years we lost our fear of the man who walked the streets in West Asheville. And now we love him. Now he has a place to go where he's known. And you know that 40% of food that we throw away every day? You know the impossible reality that one in five children are hungry in Buncombe County? 
You know the 25 people that came to 12 Baskets Cafe? Well, now some years later, it's 100 to 150 people every day. And they are being fed by a portion of food that would have been thrown away by restaurants in our city. But instead, those restaurants take the time to bring us the food, or they take the time to get it ready for a volunteer to pick up. And instead of the impossible reality that people are hungry while food is being thrown away, now we have the impossible reality that businesses are sharing their leftovers and nothing is lost. Being a Christian is all about the impossible. It's not about miracles. It's not about things that are outside of our natural occurrence. Being Christian is about believing and then doing things that are divinely inspired. About things accomplished through Christ by people who live in this world. The fact that the impossible happens in the natural world by people being inspired by Jesus doesn't make them less miraculous. In fact, I think more so. Think of the little boy in our gospel story today who brought the loaves and fish to Jesus. What do you suppose made that impossible thing happen? Did he look out over the growing crowd of 5,000 and did he think to himself, what I have to offer is enough? No. How could that be? That's impossible. But from his scarcity, he came forward to Jesus with what he had. He modeled for the community gathered there how to give, how to approach a need with the confidence that what he had mattered enough to offer it. Have you ever felt that the problems of the world were just too great to approach? That what you had to offer was simply not enough? Has that feeling of scarcity ever kept you from coming forward to offer your gifts? Do you ever feel that solving a problem is simply impossible? I think we all have. I know that observing the condition of folks living without housing, children hungry, restaurants throwing away food, people isolated over mental health, has at times caused me to shut down, to isolate myself, to feel I had nothing to offer. But then I think of David's face when I yell out my car window as he still walks the streets of West Asheville. I think of how it feels to yell out, hi, David. And then my sweet 10-year-old waves and he stops and he smiles and he waves, hi, Sadie, hi, Millie, as he keeps walking. I think of how impossible it seemed four years ago to even know his name. And I think of the miracle of it all now. When I begin to think of how impossible it all feels, I think about how everyday people are fed because businesses have prioritized sharing the leftovers with our community. They have prioritized sharing over convenience Asheville businesses brought us what they had to offer, and Shannon and 12 Baskets have turned that into enough with the help and grace of God. 
think about those things, and I put one foot in front of the other every day. So what are your loaves and fishes? What impossible situation is calling you to offer what you have to the work of the Jesus movement? What are the fragments of your life that Jesus is asking you to gather and to hand over to hand over to him to the 5,000 impossible people who are hungry for whatever you have to offer? What fragments are you being called to gather and offer so that nothing is lost? Amen.